0: Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Yeah, don't it sound so epic? Horns are screaming, I ain't the one you want to mess with. Use a joke, I ain't the one you want to jest with. The battle's coming, you only got a few seconds to run. Hello, Bengals fans. I am Matt Minnick, and this is Coach Speak. Thank you for joining me today. Here we are after a derailing, derailing, I don't know, demolishment. I don't know that's a word either. Anyway, they really took it to the Bills. Man, I don't think anybody expected it to go like that. Uh, But uh, after that, here we are um, on that national stage, finally silencing some of the misbelievers. Uh, and once again, head to the conference championship against the Kansas City Chiefs and, of course, the favorite children of the NFL, uh, Pat Mahomes and company down in Kansas City. And once again, the Bengals have a chance to prove that they are the big dogs that they should be the favorites that they should have been the favorites all along. Hey, we were in the Super Bowl last year. Don't forget about us. Hey, we had a bad September. Don't forget about us. Hey, we took a dump on Monday Night Football against the Browns. Don't forget about us. We're good, man. We're still good. Uh, and here they are, and, they're, and they are proving it. And let's, um, let's start there. Let's talk about that that Bills game. And, look, I, I, I thought all along they were going to win. And um, I was confident in that. I, I think you look at the way they played you know, the Bills last time. You saw they had a good plan coming out. And I'll tell you what. I mean, this is... There, there's still fire Zach Taylor people out there. And I love you all, but you're crazy. Um, this is an incredible coaching staff. This is one of the best coach teams in the NFL right now. Um, and that was one of the big reasons that I had a ton of faith in them, even with the, you know, teetering remains of a swept-over offensive line in front of Joe Burrow, I fully expected them to win this game because I, I, I saw that the team is being, like, they got a preview that Monday night game. Like, we, hey, I didn't get to watch the All-22 because the NFL never put it up. But guess what? They got that film. Um, and, you know, like, it's kind of making in-game adjustments over the period of a month there. Um, and, and I fully believe that the Bengals, the way they're set up, the way they make adjustments, the way I know they game plan, um, that they were going to do the superior job uh, compared to Leslie Frazier, who I respect, in company uh, over in Buffalo, compared to, you know, Ken Dorsey getting head coach interviews. Uh and, and co on the other side of the ball in Buffalo, I knew the Bengals were gonna make the most of it. Um, and that they were gonna come and have a great plan. And like they were doing some crazy things in that game um, just moving the ball like nuts, um, continually scoring, continually moving the ball, draining the clock. Like they did a fantastic job, uh, both on offense and defense. And that game was never really in doubt. Like, hey, I, hey I'll be honest. They went up 14 nothing and I was just like, eh, it'll be close. The Bills will figure out a way to club back in, all right? Um, so, I, hey, even I didn't have enough faith in that moment. Uh, but they, they they put them away. They did it. You know, they, they, they followed through with it. Um, and that just gives you an idea of what kind of team this is. So, fantastic job there. I'm going to talk specifically... Uh, in my film room this week about the two-back stuff that they did where they put Chase in the backfield uh, because that was was an interesting little wrinkle. Um, Doesn't take too much to do that. It's not really that hard on you to do that stuff uh, as an offense, but it it gives the defense a different look, and it's something that caused them uh, some big problems. Uh, So we're going to talk about that in more detail in in the film room. Um, But, like, they they did a fantastic job. And, obviously, they figured on on defense, too. They stayed on top of everything. They didn't let, um, you know, they didn't let Allen beat them with with, with big-time plays. Uh, You know, they didn't give up a a score on, you know, on a a big play like that. They made them earn it. They made them drive the field. Um, And when they did, like, when the Bills scored, they were taking half a quarter off off the clock to do it. You know, so uh, especially when you have a lead, forcing a team to do that, you know, that's that, that, that's big time. And then the other side of the ball, the Bengals did a great job too. Look, we talk about, uh, and I tweeted this out at the time, like we we talk about, you know, hey, you gotta you gotta kill the clock, you gotta kill the clock. And I think a lot of times people think that means running the ball. It doesn't. Um, you know, late late in the game when you gotta keep the clock running, and you know, like it, to some extent yes, but it just means keep the clock running, like there's different ways to do that, especially when you're completing, you know, 70% of your balls. I don't think he was quite there, but like, when you can throw these short passes and complete them, that keeps the clock moving. That's fine. Like, just be efficient and keep the clock moving. And the other thing, and this is the part I tweeted out actually during the game, if you notice, in that fourth quarter, uh, well, even in the third quarter too, the Bengals were letting the clock get down to like seven seconds before they snapped it. All right, the uh, the play clock. Like, use that time that you have on that on that side of it. Let that time burn off, uh, and that was even more valuable than points of that part at that point, right? Making that game disappear. That's how you do it, and it, it doesn't matter if you do it after a, a nice Joe Mixon run for five, six yards, or you know a short pass that T. Higgins to fix up eight or nine. It doesn't matter uh, what you're doing. It like you can keep that clock running. In, in different ways if you're doing that so they had a phenomenal game plan right blue like bend don't break to a tee, didn't even have to create the turnovers that I was saying that they're going to have to create uh, that I was talking about during the week um, you know because I I think I was expecting a game I think a lot of people were expecting a game where it was going to be is Josh Allen going to make a bunch of plays or are they going to make a bunch of plays on Josh, Josh Allen and it didn't even have to be that it was just contain him contain him keep everything in front of you. Um, the weather plays a factor in that. I think, uh, you know, when you see Stefan Diggs looking like the scarecrow from the Batman movies coming in, that's an indicator that he probably didn't like playing in the cold. Um, I, I mentioned in, in, before the game that it's like, you don't automatically have a, have an advantage as the home team or as the team, you know, that happens to live in, in the, in the land of Lake effects. Uh, <laughs> to have an advantage in a snowy game. The, the team that has the advantage is the team that's more mentally tough. Uh, the team that, that, that's going to deal with that the best is not the team that has the most experience, is the team that is the most mentally tough, the team that doesn't care. Um, and I've seen that played out on all levels of football, where sometimes one team just looks like, nope, <laughs> I ain't going today. Um, so I don't think that, that was fully the case, but you know, let's get the Bengals credit there. Uh, the, you know the, 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 they were aided by that a little bit uh, and then they they made, the, they made the, the most of it. they, they took advantage of that. Um, so fantastic job by the Bengals. showing who they are all right uh, really coming through you know in, the, in this situation, showing their mental toughness showing that the team that's built right, that the team is coached uh, the best in the league, you know one of the best in the league coaching staffs that's going to get them ready for a game like this and really leaving no doubt right leaving no doubt not letting anybody say well if, you know if he gets the ball in overtime or well if that ball hadn't gone that way or well he threw a pick or oh this guy was injured nope we kicked your ass sorry nothing nothing you can really say dude nothing you can really say so uh, that's that and uh, hey I think you see Cam Taylor britt really coming on he had his highest uh, career PFF grade th- this week. Uh, earlier in the year, Lou talked about how, at the beginning uh, of his time in Miami, coaching uh, Xavier Howard as a rookie, uh, that he's like, "Hey, he wasn't Xavier Howard at the beginning of the year." And um, you know, I think we're seeing that with Cam Taylor-Britt too. And I'm, I'm not saying he's Xavier Howard now, but um, he's not the guy that that he was when he when he started starting. Um, he's getting better and better. Uh, and really filling in that, that, that Cheeto role and, and taking over there. Eli doing a great job op- opposite him also as well. Uh, but, you know, fantastic job there by Cam Taylor Brick coming along. And and I tweeted this before the game. It didn't really come into fruition uh, yet, but mark my word, Dax Hill and uh, Joseph Asai, they're going to play a big part in this playoffs. Uh, I think we're, we're, we're seeing more of those guys lately. Um Look, everybody was dogging on Hill after the Baltimore game because he had penalties. He had two special teams penalties, and then he had a hands to the face. And guess what? Cam Taylor-Britt had one of those too, right? He didn't. He wasn't playing that bad He put on defense. He he, had, he did some things that cost him on special teams. He wasn't playing that bad on defense though. So let's not dog the guy. He can play. Um, they could find a role for him. He can do some nice things. It might be on Kelsey. Uh, we'll see how Trey Flowers is going into the week, but it might be covering Kelsey from time to time or one of those other tight ends because they had a bunch of other – Titans that have been, uh, you know, playing in there as well. So, look for him to make an impact. Look for side. You know, we saw him getting, after getting in there, getting some pressures. I think the defense did a pretty good job where we're all getting pressures. So they just weren't closing. They just weren't finishing. Um, but they, they definitely had Allen, Allen flustered and, and, and on the move. Um, and, you know, to the of the DBs were able to stay on top and, uh, you know, prevent anything big from happening in that game. So, awesome job there. Alright, we're going to cut this thing right here in the middle and lots more to talk about I'm getting a little long winded today I don't want to keep you keep you, keep you here for too long in one time, so we'll have another podcast that will be dropping tomorrow make sure you check that out, it'll be another, be another quick job about 10 minutes or so, uh, with lots to talk about about this Bengals team, make sure you are checking out my, uh, my article uh, my film room this week about the Bengals 2-back stuff I haven't written a word of it yet, but I'm very excited for it, it's going to be good stuff It's up here. It's in my brain. And it's gold. I'm telling you. It's gold. So check that out. Cincy Jungle. Follow me on Twitter at CoachMiddy. You can see that stuff there. Hootay! Support for this show comes from Fundrise